Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff. It's December 18th, 2019. And I'll tell you right now, the end of yes. the show, it is an extended edition of how old are they and how much are they worth, but it might be the best list we've ever had. Oh, I'm excited. That's coming up. Shit, let's just read the ads and get out of here. <laughs> A lot of uh, famous people born on this day. Uh, Dave, one quick thing from last night, because we come in, we do the show. If, there, if you're going to apologize somewhere for something you said, I'll be really disappointed. Things happen, and uh-uh. then you drive out of here, and you're like, God damn it. And it happened last night, because there are people that you become friends with, and then you realize the impact that your actions have. Oh, no. And you go, God dang it. Because sometimes it does feel like it's just an extension of our conversation. Yes. And I owe an apology, and I'm going to do it oh, here. fuck. To Bryce Miller. Oh, Bryce is different. I thought we are going in a whole nother direction. What? I was about to go, you've got to be shitting Who me right now. Who else do I owe an apology to? I don't I'm, know. You only mentioned about 80 people yesterday that it was a good fuck you to. <laughs> no. Okay. I owe a <laughs> sincere apology to Bryce Miller. God damn, Dave. If yeah. Friday night I don't go to that holiday happy hour, and I can't point out enough, that I see Coach and Braden, yeah, which is fine. You didn't even know who Braden was. No, and God dang it, Bryce Miller doesn't say to me on Friday night, less than twenty four hours after we taped it. He goes, "Did you really call that dude with that story you told on this morning's podcast?" <laughs> and I go, "What?" And he goes, "I listened to all of them." He does. He's a great guy. He is such a good writer and such a good dude, and a guy that I genuinely like. And I'm driving out of here last night, and like I was saying, he's a friend. Yes. And I'm realizing that as I'm recapping the whole night, I leave out the one guy who actually pays attention to this shit. (laughs) And so I felt like a dick. So, Bryce, my sincere apologies. Yes, I did call that guy. Yeah. It was great to see him on Friday. I actually thought he might join us for dinner. I was looking forward to seeing him more. But what reminded me of it, is the article that he wrote today. Bryce is from Iowa. Yeah. I was coming out here for the Holiday Bowl a week from uh, Friday. And listen, man, when you grow up in Minneapolis, you know one thing. The guy, I think they're here. Some, are you sure the team's not here? Am I crazy? Oh, they could be. I don't know. They may already be here, but the Holiday Bowl's jo- a week from Friday. Yeah, because Josh's job today was to go down and do the press conferences for Iowa. But why would they be here t- nine days early? Hell if I know. Get the hell out of Iowa. Yeah, that's why. That's true. Um, Hang out you, with Bryce. Right. Go fishing. Uh, the thing that you know, as soon as you're born in Minneapolis, yeah. is like, hey, Iowa. Right? <laughs> what does that mean? Eh, Iowa. Like but nobody I, goes to Iowa? They just no. go fuck it? Dude, when I moved out here, <laughs> we crossed the state line, and it was like 500 miles to Des Moines, 300 miles, 10 miles to Des Moines. Des Moines was like driving through National City a mile of cars. And then all of a sudden on the other side, it's like, well, Des Moines wishes you well. And you're like, well, how exciting. (laughs) That all being said, the tradition that the Iowa football team started with those young kids that are fighting cancer. Yeah, they were the first quarter. And the article that Bryce wrote was so fantastic as a guy who is from that state. Yeah. It, he knows that story better than anybody. And that Mark Neville, who we've known for a thousand years at the Holiday Bowl, that the Holiday Bowl is doing something next Friday night, and Bryce summed it up perfectly, that there will be a camera 
inside Qualcomm Stadium or SDCCU Stadium, my apologies, that will show it'll be a live feed back to the hospital yep. and we'll be able to see all the kids from the hospital. And then they're doing it in Los Angeles yep. and I believe Rady's. Yep. You're right. Those it are the is three. unbelievable, man, how much I love that story today from Bryce, and he did it. And I sat there, and I'm like, you know, this is great. And this is a guy in the last couple of years that I've really gotten to know. He came down to an event. He made donations. He's awesome. There are certain guys in this town where we don't deserve that person. Right. Bryce I, is one of those guys. He's too good for San Diego. Oh, I thought you meant you and me. Oh, I was, you and I are on the list. I'm just saying Bryce is right there with us. Oh, I thought you meant that he's too good for this show, and I wholeheartedly agree with that. <laughs> no, I mean for the whole fucking city. So He's a treasure. You guys don't even know it. They don't even know it. God damn it. <laughs> but I clearly don't know it either. Because the guy, we laughed about the dude on the B100 party. Yeah. And then I come in last night, and I recap everything I did in the weekend, except for see one of my favorite guys in Jesus. San Diego. Well, I've already said, Dave, I feel like a dick. You okay. don't need to magnify God. It's God. embarrassing. You know who you are? <laughs> okay, now it's going to be my fault you fucking forgot? Yeah. Okay. You're the guy in the cell with Lee Harvey Oswald who's like, you know what? You really fucked up. He's like, I did it. Okay? I don't need your help, coach. Thanks. Um. So, yeah, all day I was just like, and I was waiting. I was like, he's going to text me and be like, hey, it, he goes, what the fuck are you yeah. crying about Rosie and Costa ignoring you? You didn't even mention we talked for 20 minutes and I would have been guilty. But because he's better than I am. Yes. Uh, he didn't say anything. But Bryce, it was great to see you on Friday. And I just, I thought that column today, man, was awesome. I said yeah. to my sons all the time, no matter what kind of day you're having, when you have hit just a roadblock, and I go, there are so many people that in the blink of an eye would change places with you. Yeah. And I just, man, when they do that, the Hawkeyes and, and Bryce wrote it beautifully, started with the Facebook story. Hey, what do you guys think if we all turned and waved? And what an amazing tradition that yeah. has become. Just beautiful, man. It's what sports are all about. And, uh, and yeah, just kudos to the Hawkeyes and to USC and Mark Neville and yeah. the Holiday Bowl and Bryce for telling that story today. I loved it. Just loved No, no, it. it is a great story. If you're a college football fan, you're pretty aware of the story of everything else. But as far as what they're doing, as you said, Los Angeles, San Diego, with Iowa at the same time is, is awesome. It's um, it, it's I hate to say it's the coolest thing about Iowa football. How about it's the most memorable thing about Iowa football? Well, and then Hayden it, Fry passes, yeah, passes away. away. So what? I mean, it, I would not have guessed he was ninety years old. Hayden Fry that? to me feels like he'd always be like seventy. Yeah, you're right. And he the, doesn't the, feel the, like he'd be ninety. Hayden no, Fry's a legend. Well, it, it's funny. Remember the show Coach. Yeah, you know, and and the whole deal was what was it Minnesota State? Minnesota yeah, State, yeah. But it was yeah. supposed to be the whole deal with the name and everything else. It's it's funny when I was looking at pictures of Hayden Fry yesterday, he looks like he was trying to be Burt Reynolds. Yeah, like he tried to go. This is my look because I'm going to get laid because Burt gets laid off this. Goddamn right, I'm going to run <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> well, he did, and you shit all over it. Uh, well, I'm sorry. You said it was a rat. I don't think I never understood about Iowa was they completely copied the Pittsburgh Steelers uniforms. Yeah. Like, like, if I'm the Steelers, I'm like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah, hey, what the fuck? There's not another college that does that, right? I mean, there's no one that looks like the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, No, I don't think so. Yeah, there's not one college team where you go, 
They're wearing the fucking Ravens uniforms yeah. right now. Yeah, no, I, I would agree but with I that. But I would just say, fuck it. The Steelers are hot. We're going with it. Would you go to Iowa to see Field of Dreams? Okay, that's a great question because I just watched Field of Dreams a couple days Incredible ago. Incredible movie. It's, it's funny. how uh, It's a great movie. Um, I remember when I saw Field of Dreams mm-hmm. and the whole deal where at the end, everybody, you know, it depends. I don't know what your relationship with your dad, good or bad. I think it makes people tear up or cry straight out. Yeah. For me, it did. You know, I, I mean, yeah. I, I've told you before, my dad and I, our relationship wasn't the one I wanted. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't the one I wanted, though. Yeah. My dad and I never played catch, ever. Really? My entire life. We never we never threw the ball. Wow. Ever. Not one Not one time. So, and baseball meant the world to me. And my dad yeah. was a baseball fan, but he never played catch with me. Yeah. So, um, when I watched that movie, man, I'm balling. You know, our buddy Brian Wilson talks about crying his eyes off, uh, you know, all the time in that movie too. But so I watched the movie and I remember I called my dad as soon as it was over. Yeah. And I said, dad, I go, I just watched Field of Dreams. Have you seen it? I was living in, I think San Diego at the time or LA. I'm not sure. And he was in Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, what a horse shit film. Oh, oh talk about on, how, much, how much shit do you have to make up to buy that garbage? And he just like goes into the parking problems they might have and all the shit that <laughs> nobody pays attention to, <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, what, everyone just going to stand and not be able to see the fucking players? Because there's only a fucking a few seats on the bleachers. And I'm just like, what the fuck? God, I'm, like, I'm never going to connect with this guy. And so, but I watched the movie the other day and it was yeah. great. You and I were here yesterday. I'll go back to Iowa, but we were watching what was the movie that the teacher that threw the ball uh, hard, the lefty oh, pitcher? Oh, yeah. Rookie? The Rookie. It was on last night. Yeah. You and I were doing the show. You and I had that guy on before yeah. the movie was even like completed. I remember. And he was a cocksucker. Yeah, he was an old sack of shit. Dude, it sucked. Right? Was he from Iowa? When shocked no, if no. he was. <laughs> he was from Texas, but oh. he was a fucking asshole. Because he, he realized that. He's not Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Like, he's like, shit, right? Yeah, he was just a fucking asshole. I mean, I yeah. remember I, I found the story, and I remember saying to you, we're going to get this fucking guy on. We tracked yeah. him down. Found him. And then some they, Shell yeah. station. Some Sinclair station. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a dick, and I remember like looking at you and going, dude, I'm sorry. Fuck, I blew it getting this guy on. And then the movie yeah. becomes a huge hit, but I want to let everyone know who saw that movie, that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, fuck that guy, yeah. too. Um, so when I go to Iowa to see Field of Dreams, that's your question. I don't know. Okay. I wouldn't go directly into Iowa. Is, is there anywhere close where I could say well, I'm in a neighboring city to go? It's not Best Buy where you go, yeah. well, I don't want to go to the Best I'm Buy now, go home, but I, I could go to the it. one in Fullerton. I would love to fucking see it, but I'm probably not going to make that trip. All right. Let me ask you this. Yeah. What if Josh says to you, you big crybaby? <laughs> Josh would call me a crybaby. <laughs> Dude, he bashes me nonstop. Now. I know. I hate it. I'm sorry. I hate it too, Dave. I hate <laughs> sure it. You do. What if Josh said, "Hey, Dad, you big bitch. He- let's go to let's go and join the hundred thousand people there." But we're not going to go Father's Day weekend because it's crazy. Yeah. Let's go uh, the week before. Let's go check it out and play catch there. Now, what about what are you going to do then? If Smart he said, guy? "Let's go," I'd go. You're going to Iowa. Yeah. If my kids said we're going, we're going. You know, yeah. the, and, and Josh, is, I told you, he's all about the memories. No, he, yeah. I don't know if Josh has seen that movie. It's kind of funny that you just said that. He I, had to have seen it. I don't think he's seen that one with me. That, that That's funny as hell that you say that. Would I Would I go? Yeah, if Josh said, let's go. Dude, obviously, man, anything he wants to do, I'm doing. I mean, that's where I'm at. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're doing it. He was so pissed at me about that story I told you yesterday about Colin Harrison Smith Hunter. He was so fucking disgusted. Dude, me too. <laughs> 
didn't give a shit. You loved it that I stepped in it. What a- it's Harrison, and I'm going to take a shower, and then maybe yeah, I'll talk to you. He didn't. No. Oh, does he get mad that you name drop him to to get your job done? No, he no. He, honestly, I think the thing that he's obviously most bothered by now because man, I had Josh when I was 22. Yeah. Yeah, you know, him and I have always been. I think your wife had him, but I know you. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. was, but I was 22 years old. I mean, it's yeah, kind of fucking, fucking. It's ridiculous. Is so, Urias like Tatis isn't even 22? No, Tatis isn't 22. Urias was 22. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, here's the deal. I remember. Well, shit. Okay, I'm a dad all of a sudden, so I'm I'm gonna try and be the best dad I can be. And I, I don't know about you, but I started off more strict. Oh, then yeah, easy everybody and then yeah. the better they behave the older they get the obviously the easier i get right if they behave well and do what they're supposed to do well, I'm, I'm a great guy if you aren't then i'm, I'm going to be a jerk again yeah or be tougher on you to you your perception will be i'm a jerk so josh was always just an easy kid yeah he was great so him and i became best of friends right away he's, yeah he's more like his his mom than he is me and i think well i chose my wife that's why him and i get along so well yeah oh yeah does I that make any point. sense yeah Jake and I were pretty much one of the same. He oh was me God. squared. We we would argue about stupid shit. You saw it every it night. Great, that kid though. That's and he just knew how to push my buttons. Yes, you know? that's and, what I was going to say. And there was another. We hated each other. We just God, he just no. knew how to fucking needle me. Kind of the way you do it. Okay. Yeah, he was cut. He was like Jake was cut from a thread. That he was like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he he, he was, had parts of Rita. He had Rita's. You know what, Dave? If I if somebody asked me what did he take away from Rita and what did he take away from Dave, I'll tell you. In my opinion, yeah, go ahead. He took away from Rita what what he ran through that kid's blood from her side of the family is, and Josh has this too, but Jake was more open about it. A huge heart that if yeah. you were he you were family to him. If you were cool, oh, he's really loyal incredibly loyal but like very quick yeah. with hugs and that kind of stuff too but he he was also and this is why he and i got along like you and i get along so well oh he had no problem at all get the fuck fuck yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here so he how he no, had no the, bullshit guy no yeah so the the dichotomy of it all was so yeah. fascinating yeah but it was great. It was yeah. like the perfect blend. Like he, dude, if anybody, like you guys are family. Yeah. But if anybody would have fucked with me or my kids or whatever, he didn't, oh, dude, he didn't take them. But that's the way we yeah. all are. Yeah, we all are like but that. But he is, he's loyal. He, so yeah, I. that's in my opinion. If somebody yeah. said, he had the best of both of them. For me, he had a huge heart. He was, in, but the kid's sense of humor. I don't know where that came yeah, from. No, it was, it was through a, the roof. It was, well, it was a train wreck. Yeah, it was. It was a complete was, fucking train wreck. It was. It was, it was and I'm embarrassed and that, that I laughed hilarious. at all of it. But I tell you, I think with Josh right now is, yeah, it's my guess. And uh-huh. I, I know we, we tongue in cheek, we talk about it on the podcast. But like the last two weeks, I freaking popped my hip out like, oh, a, yeah. like a hip flexor. And then my Achilles tendon almost blew right there in yeah. front of him. And he, I think he's looking at me like, what the fuck? Like yeah. I'm, I'm literally getting old in front of him. Yeah, he's like, and I, think he, I have Norman he, I think Lear him, for a dad. Yeah, all of a sudden he is Norman Lear for a dad. <laughs> Number one, I got dementia, obviously, because I can't get names straight. Two is my my hip, my Achilles, and I think he's just watching me break down. But I remember this was around the age where my dad started getting sick. Yeah. 
You know, I remember my dad all of a sudden, dude, he's like, what do you mean you got cancer? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have cancer, but I was sitting there going, well, fuck, I, was, I always used to say to you all the time, well, if you didn't know how old you were, how old do you feel? Right. And I would say, well, yeah, I feel like I'm in my 30s. Yeah, completely. And then I'm like, God dang, if you ask me the last two weeks, I'm 72. But the great part of this, and every parent goes through it, your kid gets to that certain age and he, they just... They couldn't give less of a fuck. Yeah. He has no filter. Yeah. Are you going to be this bad all game? <laughs> Dude, no. Were you ever good? Were you ever- That's the line he dropped on me. Were you ever good? Like, ah, fucking hurt. Fucking hurt. And that there's nothing is- I can say. No. Like, what am I going to do? Be that big of an idiot that I'm going to start calling friends from high school? But you just said less than 10 minutes ago, we're like best friends. Yeah. That's what and I'm saying. And your best friend it's looks disgusted at you. with me. It's disgusting. He is. He's so sick of your shit. Dude, and I can't see for shit. No, you're limping. I've refused to get glasses, but it, you'll see. I mean, my tweets are disasters. Yeah. I can't see when they're, I can't tell the difference between an M and an N. <laughs> right. I can't see an I and how many L's there might be next to each <laughs> right. other. And hold, and I'll write a tweet out and all of a sudden I'll just get in, in, a direct message. Your tweet's all fucked up. That's all <laughs> I'll say. And I go, damn it. I get so fucking mad. And, but, it, and if he's near me, I'll show him before I send. I go, can you read this shit? And it's like, God, I know no, he's like, he's getting glasses, an you fucking idiot. It's so goddamn funny. It's a, it's a, he's, a, he's my caregiver right now. He it's, is. It's ridiculous. He's your guy. <laughs> you're, uh, he's Kevin Hart, and you're uh, Brian Cranston. <laughs> That's it. You two have turned into. That is it. You two have turned into Chico and the Man. Yeah. Okay. He kind of so, looks like a young Freddie Prince. That is funny. As and shit. you're Jack Albertson. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> who's that? That creepo grandpa in Willy Wonka. Yeah. That's who you are. Yeah. Oh, fuck Ron Fowler in the nightcap. You're fucking yeah. in a nightcap in your nightgown at night. When did it? You old fossil. <laughs> That's how I feel. All right. So your kids are twelve. Yeah. They have no and, patience and, at all. And obviously, I've been around them since uh, they were born. They're born. Okay. And so. I remember no cussing, no this, no oh, that, and I'm listening. I'm listening to your parent. I'm not saying no. Even if you're the worst parent, I wouldn't even tell you're a bad parent. Yeah, you aren't. But I would sit there. I wouldn't say a word. It's not my business. Yeah. But I remember this. These are the lines, and then the lines have started to move a little bit, like they did for me. And now yeah. this, you swear in front of them. They you, die you, laughing. It is funny as shit. And they, and they're mature enough though to take it. They get it. Yeah, well, they I, get it. I was at their house tonight. Yeah. And. uh their mom was dying laughing and she goes look at this shirt i have a stepson who's 30 now and uh she goes look at this shirt i got him uh steven at our first concert it was before i came in the scene yeah and it was from the offspring and it was like the 2000 tour yeah so he was like whatever 13 or 11 and you know it just says their logo 2000 on the front she goes yeah we're walking out and uh, guy's selling it out front. So she's like, oh, yeah, $10 T-shirt. And so my son Jack comes out. And he's like, well, the shirt looks cool. And his mom's like, oh, really? Well, let's look at the back of it. And the back of the shirt's like, fuck you, cocksucker, motherfucker, <laughs> tour 20. And my son Jack's just like, whoa, you bought that for him? And she's like, I didn't see the back of it. And he's like, Jesus, mom. What are you doing? Just lighten her up. Did he wear it to school? No. She's like, I bought it, and then I put it on a shelf. Oh, my God. <coughs> but he lives in Chicago. Yeah. That is funny as and, shit. And, uh, yeah. Oh, but here's the other thing that yeah. she goddamn does. Yeah. So she goes, hey, uh, I'm sending him this shirt. 
and she goes, I know you got the guys in Oshawa General's shirt last year, but it's an extra large, so I'm going to send that to Steven, too. I'm like, yeah, all right. I mean, the fucking guy couldn't be closer with me. I'm yeah. like, but yeah, just give away shit. <laughs> Gifts that I brought. <laughs> uh, but it, it's it's the greatest part of being a parent because you take nobody trash talks you more than your kids. Well, you and I do it that way. I think that there are a lot of dads I know of no time for bullshit with their oh, kids at any time. Stupid man. I'm I sorry. think that's where, where the dad's always that military guy. Look, and it's like, dude, the kid's always uncomfortable in home. He's never relaxed in his own home. Yeah, I, look, I, I don't. You have uh, friends like that, right? We all have friends like that. It's awful. Yeah, and you have no relationship with your yeah. kid as they get older. Yep. Between their mom and between me, they know where the line is. Yep. And they know when they've crossed the line, and then the line, and it probably gets loud, and there's cussing and i always tell her that's from your side of the family <laughs> you guys need to get it together but but they have had and and i don't i mean they know it two things have happened with me in my entire time being a dad whether i'm right wrong i have no idea i'm just this is the way it went they always had a say in things it didn't mean they had the final say but yeah. their voice was heard from about the time they were five if different things were going on they were always given a voice, and they were always reminded, look, this is a unique opportunity, so you fuck this up, and I'm going <laughs> to yank it away. Don't get cute. Um, but the the other thing uh, that they had is they always had a voice, but the, it mattered. And I was going to say another thing, and I can't remember what the fuck it was, but like that was it. There was always a respecting. I know the other part. The other part that I said to them is at no point in your life will I ever lie to you. Yeah. And I said, you better not fucking lie to me because I said, if, going back to last night, the one thing I cannot stand yeah. is rudeness in case you didn't pick up on it. <laughs> I, there's no fucking excuse for anybody. You're right. And I'm, and this is just. In I general. know it's just funny because people listening right now are, are going, "What the fuck did he just say?" No, but that that's what I mean. Yeah. Like I can't stand people that are rude to other people. Yeah. And especially if you're just being nice and somebody's rude to you, then I don't like it. So that's the thing I've always said. I will be completely honest with you. But like we went out and got a bite to eat tonight, and they were being a little squirrely, and I said, "Hey, calm the fuck down." <laughs> And they're like, what? What's going on? I go, look, man, this guy over here is sitting by himself having dinner. You're not at home. Act like you've fucking been there before, for Christ's sake. And I go, look at these guys. I go, they're about a thousand years old. They don't want to listen to your shit. <laughs> Calm down. Can the guys hear you call them a thousand years old? No, they're a okay. thousand years old. <laughs> but, but I've always just said, they'll always be respected. I expect respect back. Yeah. You'll always have a voice. It's not going to be the final voice. That was made incredibly clear. But we'll listen to your side. And there have been a lot of times when you listen to it, you go, hey, I kind of like it. It's good. It's worked well. And very open communication. I've always said, I'll never lie to you. And if I find you're lying to me, you're going to have a big hole to dig out of. To the point that when they were in a basketball game and uh, Jack's team got beat like 22 to 4. And we get in the car, and Cade's team, I, I can't even remember what did they Cade did. Did Cade play him? Was Cade on the other Cade, one? There were two games going. They were oh, off they the team, so they are playing other. on parallel courts. Got it. 
So they get in. Cades goes, uh, hey, how'd your game go? And Jack goes, well, the ref screwed us. <laughs> and I go, hang on. I go, hang on a second. He goes, what? And I go, dude, listen, you got run right off the court. Yeah, you lost by 18. I go, you got smoked. And I go, hey, man, I've always told you I'm going to be honest with you. So when you guys have a great game, I'll tell you, which I did plenty of times. I was like, God, that was so fun. You guys were great. I'm like, you guys were shit. <laughs> I go, you ref some 15-year-old kid from Helix. Calm down, James Harden. I'm like, it was 22 to 4, and his brother's rolling. But I look at his brother, I'm like, but the ref screwed him. Because <laughs> if the refs had their glasses on, it would have been 22 to 7, right, Jack? And I'm like, you're bombing threes up there. I go, nobody's in the lane. I go, shit, I don't know anything about basketball. Go in the goddamn lane. I go, who are you, Steve Kerr? I go, you're four foot four. You're shooting like he's trying to win the 50,000 at yeah. halftime. Well, I told you, it's when my friend yeah. Erica passed away and we're walking in and he's all serious. He's kind of looking down. He goes, you know, uh, I think I'm going to put up 50 today. <laughs> and I go, well, since your career high is four, uh, let's shoot for two and we'll call it even. Oh, what the fuck are you doing? 50? I go, yeah, you mind? Like, who do you think you're talking to? I'm not your grandmother. Or I think everything you do is perfect, you dumb shit. Take it easy, Bernard King. Right. Jesus. I'm like, dude, you're not the kid from San Ysidro. If you're that kid, I'm like, 50? What are you half-assing it for? Put up 77. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and he's rolling, right? Oh, my he's God. dying. Because yeah. it is. We have a great... Quality. I go, what the fuck? What did you just say? I said to him. But, uh... <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> I told you, this was my, did I tell you this last week? Wait, I got more parent questions. Are you moving on to something else? No, it's okay, the same thing. Ahead. It's go the ahead. relationship with my son. Go ahead. And uh, so I, I, God, I feel like I told this story last week. So if I'm being that redundant, be my, I apologize. That might be my favorite story right there. Well, this one. I said to my son, <sighs> I go, look, if you get me books, I've said this in the past, sign them yeah. with the year, like 2019, Merry Christmas, yeah. Kate. Because I said, when I finish books, I like to donate them. Um, but if I look in and you've signed that page, those books aren't going anywhere. And I said, one of my favorite books that I have um, is The Outsider from Stephen King. And it's like a year ago. Father's Day. It's not like when he's four. Yeah. My son was like 11. And he signs, to dad, happy Father's Day 2019, Kate Dotson. And I go, God, I'm really glad you clarified that it was Kate Dotset and not Kate Kowalski. <laughs> and he goes, uh, and I go, what? And he goes, what? And I go, yeah, you know what? Now that you bring it up, and this is verbatim what I said, Jack's in the car, he's in the car. I go, you know, that little fucking dick, Kate Kowalski, didn't get me shit. And he's like, whoa, dad. And I go, oh, now I'm the bad guy? I get ignored on fucking Father's Day by Kate Kowalski, and my son Jack is like hyperventilating. I go, God, you're unbelievable. I go, here I just compliment you, yes, you asshole, for signing your name, and I criticize the only other Kate I know, and he's like, who's Kate Kowalski? I go, how the fuck do I know? <laughs> and uh, we just sit there and laugh. But then he'll be like, uh, he'll he'll see something or a 
I, like a dog darted out in front of us the other day, and, and we were driving down the street, yeah. and my son Kate's like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm like, hey, calm down. He's like, who? What'd you just say? And his brother's dying. I go, what? I go, hey, just because your mom says it, I don't think you're bringing that in here, sir. We're not doing that game. <laughs> Dude, that's it, man. We have a great time. Yes. But, but they are told every day of their life. I always say there are a million things I'd wish I'd done better. Your mom's probably at four million things she wishes she'd done better. But the one thing that has happened every day yeah. in their life is they are told they are loved. And they say yeah. it back. And it's great. So here's here's the deal with my with my kids. I always had the deal was if you ask me a direct question, I'll give you a direct answer. I won't lie to you. Just yeah. like you said. No matter what. No matter how uncomfortable the subject might be. Right. I will answer that question with with a straight answer. Right. I mean, and that goes for I mean every every parent gets this. I don't get why parents lie on this one. Hey, yeah. you ever do drugs? Hey, you ever smoke weed? Hey, you ever yeah. And without a doubt, I answer the questions. And they, they I don't think my kids ever believe me. And no. probably now. I, I, straight out, I'm not a I'm not a drug guy. Never have been. I was always no. scared to death. I was always afraid of either dropping dead like Lynn Bias or getting arrested. My yeah, my both. biggest fear was I didn't want to get arrested. I agree. So I'd always say no. And then they'd go, Okay. And I remember as Jake would get older, he goes, Dude, all right, now that I'm older, tell me the truth. I go, Dude, never. I go, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't a weed guy. I wasn't you know, wasn't that guy. I never liked the really had a taste for alcohol. But not that I'm against drinking. I just don't like the taste. I'll drink if, if Jeff has a beer with me right now. Yeah. I have a beer, but right. I'm not drinking on my own. You aren't going to walk in here and just see me drinking. So we'd go through the whole thing. And I remember we're driving. I know exactly where I was. We're driving on the 8 West to the 805 South on that turn. Yeah. And Josh does the sex question, you know, ask, you know, basically, basically where do babies come from yeah. without saying exactly like that. And I'm like, motherfucker, you know, in my head, I'm, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm sweating at yeah. this moment. And I, tell, I give him an answer. I mean, from the time where we're on that curve to not even, I think even at the top to El Cajon, you right. know, not even going, not even, even yeah. out, still going up the hill. As my man T-Shirt Tech would say right now, what was better, that conversation or your DUI commercial? <laughs> it, was, it was terrible, dude. And, I, and the DUI commercial, 100% is just fault. He was right, bad. Oh, dude, I had to remember I had 15 seconds to knock out three words. It was like nothing. No, you had 30 seconds to stretch out a 15-second oh, 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 script. Oh, it was horrible, dude. And it was just, it sounds like I'm drunk. It sounds, sounds like, like I'm Rocky drunk, drunk. Oh, it did. trying to sell suits. Oh, my God. So, uh so I tell him, and I'm just like, what the fuck's he going to say to his mom when I'm done with this conversation? You know? Yeah. And this is his reaction was, he puts his hand, both hands over his eyes, like, because now his hands are over his eyes, he can't fucking comprehend what just happened. Yeah. And he just goes, grandma and grandpa did that? Like, he oh, put it right with no. them. I was like, fuck yeah. He threw it right at his grandparents instead of at his mom and me. But he just fucking couldn't take it. But have you had that one yet? Because that uh, subject, you think, oh, that would be easy to do. It's not easy to do. She called me last week maybe two weeks out and she's like you owe me a really really nice dinner yeah and i was like why and she's like well do you want to know what i just spent the last 10 minutes with that spent like 10 hours yeah that's what it feels like it feels like 10 hours and i go uh i don't know and she's like well your sons were yelling at each other in the living room and one guy said, you suck. And the other guy said, you suck. And then the guy said, will you swallow? <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then they said, Mom, what does that mean? And I laughed. Holy shit. I laughed. So what, did she give the real I answer? Said, There's no way she I, gave the real answer on that one. I said, I go, I'm lightheaded. Yeah, no kidding. Me too. <laughs> I go, I go, okay. Did she answer it? I No way listen, did she answer it. There's just shit that, like sausages and everything else. She handled it however she handled it. Remember dad's friend, Lisa Ann? Let me show you something. <laughs> I said, well, this one hit her in the eye, but there are, hang on, let's find this one. Well, this one hit her in the back. God damn it. Let's find this one. Well, here's five guys here. Maybe this one. Will, what? Uh, why'd that guy bring that anaconda in here? Uh, yeah. I don't, Dave, I don't know. All I know is that sometime after the holiday. Yeah. You ordered dinner. I ordered dinner. Holy shit. Holy fuck, Dave. I, I think if you started a GoFundMe right now, I think a million people would chip in to help you out on that one. Holy well, shit. Uh, it's not for me. She's I know, the but one who got, fuck. Holy cow, dude. And she, uh, like I said, man, she and I have had a lot of conversations. I was talking about this with Josh Rosenberg the yeah. other day. Like, she and I are still incredibly close. Yeah. There are days in that house where I got to get the fuck out of there because they don't make me insane. And they're always like, what? I'm like, God, I got to go. I'm like, where are you going? I'm like, you're all just fucking annoying. I'll see you tomorrow. He just leaves. Yeah, he just leaves. They're like, well, fuck you. Nah, fuck off. Uh, but she and I are incredibly close, and especially when it comes to them. And we have a great relationship. We are, there are so many parents yep. that my parents hated each other. We have other parents. I don't think my dad hated my mom, but my mom clearly hated my dad. And we have so many other people that are like that. I was just having this conversation. I'm trying to think of who it was with uh, a friend recently that a family member is going through a divorce where a parent, one of their parents won't take the kids to travel ball. Really? Uh, on their day, it's a 14-year-old kid. Wow. We don't have any of that. Good. And I couldn't be more excited about it. Um, Christmas will be together. They may come with me down here for a little bit on New Year's Eve to see cool. all you guys. Awesome. Um and then, you know, that kind of thing. So I am, well, I'm sad that, you know, you're not together for 27 years. I'm incredibly proud of the fact, and I tell her this all the time, that we are at a place, sincerely, it's not fake, yeah. that we can still laugh and have that conversation or call each other, text and say, hey, what do you think about this for Christmas? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Um kicking dough and, and just do stuff right and it's it's cool and i think it sets a great example for my sons yeah and but i'm very very happy that she will call me and be like you owe me a goddamn nice dinner jesus and we laughed our ass off and i just said yeah i don't need to know how that conversation went i will just take you to dinner and buy you whatever you want and i will be very thankful that you took that hit for the team oh my gosh did um you said on yesterday's show that you were going to mention uh, Cade yelling him for throwing up in your car when he was two. Do you oh, bring it up to him today? Uh, no, I didn't remind him of that. Mm. I do want to wish uh, Bob Chandler. Yeah. Bob Chandler, my my man Teddy Mendenhall, let me know today that Bob will be 82 years old on Saturday. And Bob told Ted's uh, Bob's nephew. I don't know how many people realize that, Teddy Mendenhall. 
And Bob was telling Ted a story that in the early 80s, uh, Bob was the manager of the Padres softball team. And he said it was incredibly difficult because he could not bench Dick Williams, Jack McKeon, or Ballard Smith. And I'm assuming none of those guys could play very well. Yeah. And Bob had to leave them out there in the field because they were all his boss. That's funny. But uh, happy 82nd birthday to one of our favorite guys coming up this Saturday, the great Bob Chandler. You know, here's a here's a compliment to uh, to Bob. When I was up in L.A. a couple weeks ago with Alan Horton for the T-Wolves game, uh -huh. Alan said to me, I can't tell you how many things I have taken from Bob Chandler really? that I use as a broadcaster today. God, that would mean a lot to him. I think it would. You know, and there were guys he said, I'm not going to mention names. I can't tell you how many things that I heard from this guy that showed me what not to do in broadcasting. But when it came to Bob, he said, I can't tell you how many things I do on an everyday basis because of Bob Chandler. That he was, he was that good. That would be, uh, uh, yeah, I think Bob would like that a yeah, lot. Of course he would. That, that That's cool. So 82 years old, Bob's granddaughter or excuse me daughter and his grandkids used to live right around here where we're doing the show because it, i would see bob every weekend yeah at used like little league because he was there to watch his grandson play what an incredible resume yeah went to san diego state i believe he may have been a cameraman for a while at channel eight pr guy PR for guy. the padres and a damn damn good underrated Baseball play-by-play -play guy. Do you feel bad about losing your temper with him in the 90s? No, because the guests that he got were horseshit. <laughs> but then starting to realize um, how difficult it was, uh, yes, I do. I love that Who guy. was the guy that you finally had enough was enough? Um, they were in... San Francisco, I think. No, it was actually L.A. Okay. They were in L.A. and it was like, hey, go for Piazza... Try to get Eric Caros right, and yeah. and listen, I didn't know shit, so I was probably shooting a little higher. Hey, <laughs> Dave Marcus calls down the line, and the thing was, just to recap, the KFMB pregame show, as produced by Marcus, had been shit. Right, you'd have like a five-minute segment with the chicken, yeah, and then you'd have ten minutes with Andy Sheets. Yeah, Andy yeah. Sheets. It was all this bullshit. <laughs> Mayor of Peoria talking about the financial impact of the strike. That was one of Dave's great gets when he produced the Dude, Padre. I think I remember show. that. Yeah, really exciting. Nobody, nobody left their car for that one. <laughs> so when I got, it was good. So hot. A lot of people impacted. Uh, so I got there in March of '95, and the first thing that we did was we made a deal with this blind guy named Bob Greenberg. And Bob Greenberg lived in Chicago, 100% blind, but he provided a highlight service. And remember, in 95, we didn't have MLB.com. You didn't have ESPN, FS1. So Bob, from the basement of his house, had two reel-to-reel -reel players, old-school reel-to-reel players and a satellite dish. And he would pull in radio feeds from all around the country and when things happened, he would call me and feed me the highlights down the line. Uh, and it was unbelievable. Three-run homer, Barry Larkin, bottom of the third, Marty Brenneman, WLW in three, two, one, Mark. That's amazing. And it would be Marty. So Larkin steps in, pitch, home run, and the Reds lead four to one.
And you were like, this fucking guy's blind. Yeah, how's he do it? <clears throat> I got goddamn Paul Martinez here. He can't give me shit, except for angry phone calls from Rod Page. <laughs> well, fairness of Paulie to bullet in the spine. So, uh, so I was really excited because we would, Chuck Fritch and I, would get all these highlights. We'd find audio of interviews and all these different things. And then we would have a five-minute window for Bob. Yeah. Who's on the road, right? Getting per diem. And uh, so I was like, all right, Bob, here we go, baby. We're the Cadillac of pregame shows. Let's bring it in. Hey, uh, we have Walt uh, Smith. What? <laughs> we have Walt Smith. He's the bullpen, former bullpen catcher for the Pirates. How long's that shit go? <laughs> He runs 611, and your out cue is, thanks, Bob. And I go, well, I'm not fucking running that. What? I go, dude, I'm not running six minutes of a fucking bullpen. Get out of here. Just play it. Dude, that's exactly these conversations went. That's what's so fucking funny And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? What are we doing here? Like, I'm goddamn up for a Grammy. What the fuck's my problem? Who, who the fuck <laughs> listens, to, <laughs> listens to the pregame show? Like, I should have been thrilled. This is why I'm so stupid. I should have been thrilled that Bob filled six minutes of time for me. Oh, my God. But all of a sudden, I'm fucking Kevin Smith no ma- making Chasing yeah. Amy, and I can't give six minutes away. God, what is the problem? I go, let me explain what the problem is now that you ask. All this shit. Well, then I went to... Uh, I'm not running. I'm not running. Fuck that. <laughs> That's what you would have All said. the time. <laughs> Yell at him. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not playing that shit. Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Ken Levine. <laughs> Who the fuck's that? He announces on Sunday for the Dodgers. Get Scully. Get Ross Porter. They're busy. Well, how long does this shit run? <laughs> That's how these conversations went. Right, so every fucking, day. Alan Horton right now is listening and fucking dying. Seven, He's dying laughing. Seven minutes. Your OQ is, thanks, Bob. Fuck! Is it the same fucking OQ every night? Of course it is. Just play it. <laughs> That's exactly how it would go. <laughs> and then I, I told you, I, I went to, uh, I went to Monterey. And I went to dinner with Bob, and I went to dinner with Randy. And what was cool was I think Bob didn't just figured I didn't know shit. And then when I came in and I talked to him about his career and that I knew his background and that I was so excited to work with him, and I just said, listen, all I want to do is be great. I just want it to be great. It's what we do. We take a lot of pride in it. I love that you're part of it. Yeah. But if everything else is great, you got fucking Walt Smith on, Bob. Then people are like, I go, I just want you to be great. And we had the best time. And I just, I think the world of him. I yeah. was a complete moron until that night in Monterey. And then every night when he called, we ran everything. Yeah. I was thrilled to have it. That's funny as shit. Yeah, I just didn't know. But um, but I, I've always said to him, it, it got me a lot of heat with Jerry. And it got me a lot of heat with Ted. Bob only caught, called games on Sunday. And there were back-to-back defensive plays. He got like two or three innings. On Saturdays and yeah. Sundays, because Jerry would be gone doing the game of the week. Yep. And Ted would do um, 
basically one, two, three, and four, and eight and nine. And I think Bob would do like five, six, and seven. And I just remember there was a Sunday home game, and Bob was on the mic. And there were back-to-back defensive plays by Caminetti. Caminetti yeah. made a typical play, diving, long throw across. And then Finley, on the next play, made an insane catch in center field. Yeah. And they are two of my all-time, not just Padres, two of my all-time favorite baseball calls ever. And they happened back-to-back from my friend yeah. who got such limited action, and he fucking hammered it. He, I mean, he just nailed it. And I ran those fuckers, those plays on promos, and I took shit from Ted, and I took yeah. shit from Jerry, who I love both of those guys. But I'm like, those are fucking great calls. And when we they get... Were. And I said, you guys are on there too. But I go, those are fucking great calls that give you chills. And I go, they fucking stay. When, and uh, he's ahead. just awesome. No, I just, I, I sincerely love the guy. He's such a good man. He and uh, I just think the world of him. When, uh, when Jerry and Ted used to work with each other, how were, were uh-huh. the innings broken up? I, I don't remember. Uh, well, it, it changed towards the end. But when we had it. Let's say mid-90s. Yeah, I think it was. Um, gosh, I, I want to say Jerry did one, two, three. And. Ted did middle ones. Four, five, six. Yeah. Maybe seven. I think Jerry did one, two, three. Okay. Ted did four, five, six, seven. And then uh, Jerry would do eight and nine. When Jerry did Game of the Week for CBS Radio on Saturdays, uh-huh. who was his partner? Uh, Johnny Bench. Johnny Bench, that's right. Yeah, Johnny who, Bench. I, I always remember this story. I wasn't there, but I obviously friends who covered the Dodgers. But there was that, that game up at Dodger Stadium. It was the Dodgers, I believe, in Expos. And Jerry always got that hot cup of coffee. Remember? Oh, yeah, 100%. And as Jerry's going back to a seat, in the middle of yeah. the game, he pours that coffee right, oh, on, that, God, right yeah. on that guy's back. And it was, they said the scream was unbelievable. And they had to call the paramedics to get that guy out of there. Wow. And Jerry sits down without missing a beat. And it's like, man, he was on that like a hot cup of coffee. Just drops <laughs> it right into his call. And when the, the, as the guy's on his back, they're pulling him out of there to Cedars. Look, Fucking Jerry just burned and scolded that guy with that hot cup of coffee. I, I've said this story a thousand times. What Jerry did for me in Monterey on that same trip, I was super excited. They, Dave Sniff, our boss at KFMB, sent me down there to engineer the game. I, I had never done that in my life, and now I'm engineering the uh, the national game. Yeah. And Jerry's on play-by-play. Uh, Al Downing was doing uh, commentary. Yeah. And was the number two guy. And... Al Downing was just great. And we had this producer, a guy named Norman Bear, legendary guy. And Dave Marcus really had helped me out so much and had set up everything and kind of told me how to do it all. But I hit something wrong, and it was putting an echo into Jerry's ear. So literally, everything Jerry said, said, bounced right back, back into his ear, ear, ear. For fucking five innings. Yeah. And I am in panic mode trying to fix it. And fucking Jerry just rolled with it. And he goes, hey, you'll get it. And I was just like, God damn, Dave, man. Uh, you, me, we would have lost our mind. We always did. If that ever happened to Jeff and I, you'd hear us yell out if you've heard our old show. Mixed minors. Yeah, that's exactly. You'd hear us just scream at the microphone. God dang it. And he, dude, yeah, he was so great. And 
I just he, Jerry just had done enough shit in his life that yeah. I remember like two weeks after it, I reminded him. I just said, "Hey, I just wanted to," say, and he like it had already like left his mind. Yeah, but dude, he was all three of those guys, man. Ted, Jerry, Bob, fuck, just yeah. the best dudes in the world, especially when you were a young guy and trying to figure it out and trying to get your head on straight. Man, they were insanely cool. They yeah, were. I'm incredibly, I know you are too, incredibly grateful to all three. Absolutely. All right, we're going to knock this out, and then I have some baseball stuff for you, including uh, Garrett Cole's press conference, which I know you didn't get a chance to to catch up with. And then uh, also uh, MLB did a thing as far as guys who they think will make the next all-decade team. I'll tell you who from the oh. Padres is on Will there. Myers. And I'll, well, I, don't ruin the game. All right, Don't sorry. ruin it. Of course, want to help them mention the people that have helped this show out. We'll start off with Alan Taylor and Taylor made pools again. A pool for Christmas would be absolutely amazing. It'd be a Christmas you would never forget. But in all honesty, a perfect pool is fantastic at any times. Great family memories. Don't for don't don't you remember? What? I should say. Hey, relax. I'm trying to do a couple things here. I can't see. Remember? Yeah. Uh, Taylor made pools because you remember those those days you had with your friends and your family when you were a kid by the pool. Guess what? You create your own brand new memories. Make your backyard a staycation. Alan Taylor can make the perfect pool for you and your family. Give Alan a call. He's been in business more than 20 years. He's really good at what he does. 619-449-4452. Again, it's Taylor made pools. 619-449-4452. All right. Al gave us this. So it says starting today, Taylor made pools offering a Dave and Jeff show $1,000 discount towards a full remodel all you need to do is call 619-449-4452 to ask for details follow them on twitter unlimited offer though it says is good through august of 2018 is he aware that we are currently in uh december of 2019 you better call now because i just gave that deal that deal may not be here in three days that's all i'm telling you and if you are having a hard time figuring out well just how great will the pool look you can see the 3D design, virtual tours on how your pool is going to look. So much of it uh, is visible on our website right now, uh, DaveAndJeffShow.com. But that backyard is going to be unbelievable. And listen, God, I don't want everybody, no pushing, single file line. But I've got a little thing there for the single guys out there. Yes. That may want to get that tailor-made pool built as quick as you can. You may have heard that the first lady of the Dave and Jeff podcast, Vera, I think she said she corn a cold. I think she meant to say caught a cold, but she typed corn a cold. Yes. So I don't know how you get a cold from corn. I don't <laughs> want to know. But she's got it. But I said, hey, if one of these single guys out there has a tailor-made pool put in with that jacuzzi, and they're able to crank that baby up to about 111 where the steam's coming off and it helps you get rid of that cold. Are you going over there? And she said, what? And I said, that's a yes. <laughs> so, hey, New Year's Eve's right around the corner. I think it's about two weeks out, and I could think of a lot worse ways to celebrate breaking into 2020 than with that little alley cat on your elbow. You should leave Vera's number as the number your kids need to call for any question they might have from here on out. From Vera? Yeah. What does swallow mean, Vera? I am going to pass out. Oh, my God. Check yourself, okay? Oh, Please? okay. Please? 
God dang it. I just lost. I think I just. Dude, what, what are you going to say? Let's all respect for me. I, I think, think I just. It. I think I'm blind. <laughs> um, right now you can call and get that discount. It expired two years ago. It means it's still good. 619-449-4452. Can't wait till Alan calls and's like, hey, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Not like I have bills to pay, but sure, just cut $1,000 off anything I'm doing. I'd be like, well, you're the guy who provided the script, shit. Don't yell at me. I just read what they put out there. Also, don't forget about Dan Williams. Right now, there's a special for this time of year only. Dan Williams is your guy as the new year approaches. Many people will make New Year's resolutions. Some will commit to making a home purchase, and you, he can help make it happen. Dan Williams is your guy to help with any of these uh, exact moves that you want to make as far as heading into 2020 because guess what? He will help get your finances in order. Right now, he will run for Dave and Jeff listeners. He'll run a complete credit report for you and he'll help with the debt elimination strategy. He'll do that all for free. This is normally a $195 expense. Dan is your guy. This will only work through January 15th. So make sure you call Dan Williams at 858 858- 688-6813, 858-688-6813. Yeah, it's time for that New Year's resolution. And while a lot of us want to be in the position to buy a new house, the best way that you can get yourself there is by getting out of debt. That's why I absolutely love what Dan is doing because he can help you, give you peace of mind as you, number one, head into the holidays, and most importantly, as you head into the new year, going to happen, but you got to do it prior to January 15th. So right now, give him a call, 858-688-6813. I just cannot think. While, while we've been talking a lot tonight about kids and you think about whatever their Christmas present may be, right? It may be that action figure, a bike, maybe a video game. Yep. What an amazing gift to give yourself the ability to have that plan to get out of debt and be able to start over and hopefully get yourself in a new house. And by the way, a very special thank you to Dan, a very special thanks. We're going to mention Kyle Pfluger and others today. But the one thing I love about these guys, uh, they are our friends. They are such an incredible support for, for you and me, Dave, and for each other. And we have mentioned a couple of different times that Alan and Amy, Amy's 18-year-old son Gavin is in the hospital he is fighting the fight of his life, and we are all pulling for him. And, man, today you just kind of look in on social media, and there's some crazy stuff going on. Yeah. And right in the middle is a tweet from Dan to Alan and Amy just sending love and prayers and saying, Gavin's got this. Kyle Fluger jumped in and did the same thing. I just I couldn't be more proud of the guys that are the backbone of this show, and I just uh, every day I know you feel the same way. I just couldn't be more thankful that they're in our lives, and I appreciate what Dan did today very much. Absolutely. I also want to mention Brian Curry. Again, Brian's been with us for a long time. He's been selling real estate all over San Diego County for more than 20 years. He's really good at what he does. He's the guy I used to help sell my house. Don't forget, Brian Curry's number, 619-251-1588. Again, at 619-251-1588. He's experienced with all the communities throughout San Diego. If you have any questions at all, Jeff has helped you out a couple times, but Brian's the guy that could put the cherry on the top. Don't forget, give Brian a call at 619-251-1588. Well, uh, Brian's name came up in conversation tonight because while I was out with my sons, I had to make a run over to my storage unit. Had some stuff to drop off and my sons and I, uh, I'm just, <clears throat> my storage unit's great, but they, 
when you pull in, they have the bigger ones, right? That look like you could park a car in there. And my sons have determined that they, their first apartment is going to be at the storage unit. They think that would be very cool to have one of those big ones. And they were telling each other all the stuff that they would put in there. Well, you How can about put a toilet? Your, what are you going to use to use the bathroom? Uh, they have one right in the front. So <laughs> it's sure just there. Love that. I'm not sure where they're going to shower, but they don't really shower now. So that won't be a part. But... They had everything planned and the bed was going to go here and they were excited because their bike was coming in and their dog. They had the whole thing figured out. Super excited. I go, well, here's the thing. You're going to freeze. They're like, what? Why are we going to freeze? And so I had to tell them about the benefit of fiberglass and they just go, whoa. (laughs) And that's the thing. If you're getting ready to buy a house or you're thinking about getting ready to move into the local storage unit, guess what? Brian Curry is not going to let you do that. Because he's won those awards. And one of the awards he won was five straight years, the guy who bought and sold the most houses that had insulation. We congratulate him. We're so proud of him. God damn. Yes. Woo. Got tight there a couple years, but ultimately good guys win in the end. Brian knows the benefit of having fiberglass. He asks the questions that we never think of. My dipshit kids would never ask. Does this house have insulation? What? All right, we'll move in. Come on, Diego. Uh, This way, when they move in, I'm going to do what... (laughs) They're going to do what I did. They're going to go to Brian, and I'm not so much worried about them. I'm more worried about their dog. Their dog will be warm at night because Brian's going to find them that house with insulation. Five straight years running. The guy who asked that question first, does his house have the benefit of fiberglass? Nobody better than Brian Curry. Also, uh, Jeff just mentioned his name as well, but Kyle Fluger, again, he's your guy for websites. If you have a business that is struggling right now, you know you need a better website, Kyle's your guy, 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Told you, can't wait to launch it. SingleOaklandGirls.com is coming. <laughs> My God. I think some of you guys think I'm pulling shenanigans or tomfoolery. I'm not. (laughs) It's a goddamn weakness of mine. And if you look anything like Lisa Lisa at any part of her career, whether you're on parole or not, you're going to be featured on that website. And you'll have your own page. And I tell you what, we're going to make you out to look like the goddamn (laughs) princess you are. Because there's nobody better. And all of that... uh, Flukes has done a great job, sure not, has. not only for us, but for Julie Brown and JoJo Tarantino, new blog coming up. Uh, I promised to blog about my weekend in Oakland. JoJo's like, should I wait to post mine until that blog from Oakland goes up? I go, no, because who, who knows when I'll get that fucking thing written. But we're going to put it up there, and I appreciate everything that Kyle's done. A um, couple things. Uh, oh, Garrett Cole was introduced today. We talked about it yesterday. Would he be shaved and have the haircut? Of course he was. Yeah, he didn't look intimidating Not at, at all. all. I think I could hit off Garrett yeah, Cole. Yeah, he looks like one of the dudes yeah. from Sandlot. Those yeah. dorks that rode up on the bike. Yeah. That dipshit gets up there, okay? okay? New York media gets up there, and he does his whole talking about being a Yankee fan his whole life, and his dad was a Yankee fan, and he was drafted by the Yankees, then chose UCLA, and everything that brought him to this point. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and he sits down. And then the PR guy gets up there and goes, okay, Garrett will take questions. Garrett, come up here. I'm like, when, as soon as he walked away from the podium, yeah. I'm like, where the fuck are you going, dipshit? What do yeah, you think 300, up here. 300 people in the room have questions and you just walked away? Yeah. What do you think they're going to talk to Hal? Yeah. Welcome to New York, fuckface. God What do you think it. this is about? Damn, you're dumb. You're dumb. Ed Whitson. <laughs>
Ed Whitson's laughing at you. That Ed Whitson thing's crazy. It is it yeah. is nuts. I was telling Josh that story today. He was like, what? I go, dude, he couldn't pitch at Yankee Stadium. They followed him home. Yeah. They rattled him. Knobloch. Yeah. Bunch of dudes. Kind of fucking crazy. So uh, I'm just sitting there going, this is disappointing as hell. All right, so here's the – I'm going to throw a trivia question kind of at mm-hmm. you. So they they announced on – as Jeff and I have the MLB channel on right now. They did a prediction for Padre – or, excuse me, players they think will be on next year's All-Decade team or the next 10 years All-Decade team. Mm. There's one Padre that made it, made the list. No Dodgers made it, by the way, but one Padre made it. So you're talking it. about decade from 2020 to 2030? Yes, that's correct. Who's the one Padre? Um, it's not going to be – Machado, it's gonna be. Oh, this is interesting. See the natural. I thought it was interesting. It was, and I was surprised well, it on. wasn't one Dodger. Well, yeah, I already heard that, but I'm yeah. not bothered by that. I'm shocked. Well, good. Boo hoo. Um, I'm gonna say they're gonna put Mackenzie Gore on there. Mackenzie Gore. Was you, that the guy? That's the guy. Not Tatis. Not twenty panic. years old, and they said, "Fuck you." No kidding. Yep. Wow. Well, I'm not. Who did they did they break it down? Who'd they have at shortstop? Uh, I think it was Lindor. No, I think Lindor be. was your guy. Twenty six years old. Lindor was your guy. Um they had Mike Trout on there, of course, but it's still Mike Trout. That you're looking at Mike Trout's last ten years of his career. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah. But that Mackenzie Gore made it. Well, again, I mean it's a prediction. That'd be fantastic. Um yeah, I like that. And I like that he got it ahead of Walker Bueller. That's good. Isn't that exciting, Dave? <laughs> That is exciting for your Padre fan. Yeah, I think I think, I think cool. you I think you should be excited. We've all said that. He's the guy's obviously an untouchable in any trade talks. Yeah, it has to be. When you look at by the way, since you mentioned Lindor, or I mentioned mm-hmm. Lindor, the talk of Lindor coming here to me doesn't make any sense. Not at all. I, I just it's like you, it's the one position you, you feel really safe at right, right now right. is with him and Machado. Yeah. And it's going, what are you doing? You know what? What's going on? What kind of shift are you guys running? Because you can say whatever you want about Tatis. Lindor is your shortstop, right? But to me, Dave, I hate that it's even a topic of conversation because Tatis last year was everything you wanted him to yes. be. And I'm sorry when these rumors are out there. It's telling him, "Hey, guess what? You're really cool, but he's cooler." Yeah, and I think it fucks you down the line sure when does. you try to get an extension. I think all these kind of things that you're doing, this bullshit that well we're gonna we're gonna check in on everybody. I don't like it. That's a guy that should be told, no, you're our Lindor. Yep. When it, when time happens in a couple of years and we get you healthy by your second year and your third year, you're you're Lindor. You're our guy. You're the next champ. And I I don't like it. I I think. It I'm is, with you 100. percent I this. think this is a really dangerous yeah. game, and you go, oh well, I can't control everything. Yes, you can. You control it by getting the fuck out in front of the cameras and go. Guess what? We got the best shortstop in baseball right, right. now. Lindor is a blast, and there are a lot of great shortstops in the game. We couldn't be more thrilled that this guy right here is our guy. Yep. We couldn't be more thrilled that Manny Machado is our guy. And the left side of our infield is covered. So with all respect to any teams looking for personnel moves and all-stars that could be on the move, our guys are not moving. They're not changing position. I wouldn't fuck with uh, Tatisa's head at all. I don't like that. I think it's dumb. And I think you're out thinking to yourself, and don't get cute, pretty boy. 
You th- fucking preller. <laughs> you get up there in that podium and you stand up there and you mumble out a denial. And then you sit down. We don't need it. Okay? Yeah. I, I, Dave, all kidding aside, yes. I, I think it's really a bad look. I'm with you. I'm to tease someone, like, well, where the fuck am yeah, I going? Exactly right. I'm not going to second. People are saying, throw him in center. And then I love when people say, you just move Lindor to second. Lindor is a fucking gold glove shortstop. He's not moving from shortstop. Right. You already moved a gold glove. Well, I mean, a pretty outstanding. I don't think. Did Manny get a gold glove at short? No. You did sure? Machado? Yeah. No, he did not get it. This year? No, not this year. He played third this year. I'm saying, has he ever won a gold glove at short? I don't believe he did. With the Orioles, I don't believe he did. Pretty goddamn good over there. He's good wherever you put him. And you've already moved him to third. What's Machado saying? I don't think Machado gives a fuck. You better take that back. I'm just saying. Doesn't act like he gives a fuck. That's not what I said. I said, you better take that back. I'm definitely not taking it back. You're going to do it. I am not. You're going to have an ice bath. I'm not apologizing. You're going to have an ice bath challenge in about 10 seconds here. Give me ice left in that cup. Yeah. A little bit. Get ready. Smart guy. Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't. Yeah, man. I'm you, with you on that. I, honestly, if I was the pods, I, I said this before, I would go after Mookie Betts. I would go after Betts and say, whatever you want. AJ knows his job's on the hot seat. The yep. fucking Raptors won a championship. I'm not saying the Ponders won a championship with the Betts. You go out and you get a guy that right now is there for the taking. You take uh, Betts and David Price because they'll take Myers for you. I would do it. I would fucking do it. And I'm Myers is gone. I would do it and hopefully have a good enough year and he enjoys his time here where he resigns. But otherwise, why not? Fucking probably this might be your last year. Yeah. Go get your center fielder. Yeah. Stop stop goofing around. <laughs> stop goofing around. What are you, 78? I'll, I'll tell you what, Dave. If I ran that fucking team, I'd take that little shithead, Will Myers. Yeah. And I'd take that other little shithead, Hedges. And guess what I'd do with them? I did roll them both in the boys. Uh, what the? Army-Navy Academy. <laughs> right, Ed? Jesus. Yeah, it'd be fine if you were nine. What the fuck do you mean by that? <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? Oh, did you hear that little shit? Rosenberg? Worried about your feelings? Did you hear that, Ed? That's it good. Yeah, he's good. He's really good. Really good at pissing me off. <laughs> Dude, who did you call a little shit? Rosie or Ed? Ed! Okay. Uh, no. Uh, Josh, I've said it plenty of times. I love all my friends, especially certain ones, and I have a lot of them, and I would never insult them by calling them names. Oh, God damn it, Eddie. It's cold. <laughs> Grab some of goddamn baby crackers! Yeah, they, this team, you know what, you dick? This is why you're a dick, and then we can play the birthday okay. game. Okay. You came in here about two months ago, and you were all thinking you're all smart with your fancy shoes. Tell, you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> fancy shoes. Telling me that these assholes were going to celebrate their, their crutch, their escape clause was going to be, hey, we brought back the brown. If, I swear to God, if that turns out to be what they do, I'm going to take that Apple computer <laughs> and I'm going to go honky-tonk, man. I'm going to hit you right upside the head with it. So you better start cheering 
for moves to be made. You're going to walk out of here. Dude, honestly, I do want moves to be made. I'm not happy at all so far in the well, first Well, what are your doctors days. done? They haven't, I'm not worried about the do- doctors. Oh, I think you are. Honestly, I'm not. Honestly, oh, I'm not. Oh, because they were so good last year? They finished 60 games over 500. That was pretty good. Great. What's that ring look like, as you here, often say? Let me tell you something. You tell me anything the last you want. Four years, the last four years, yeah. their season ended by the World Series champ. Okay, They oh. didn't have a terrible year. Oh, okay. They got beat by the world champions. I'm well, just it, telling you, they're going to win the goddamn division again when, if they don't do great. shit. What's that parade? Don't, don't go spending our money. I just did you have, spend your money. You have $444 million in Myers, Hosmer, and Machado. How does okay. that make you fun? Do you realize, they just showed a stat that had the Dodgers as a, a, a guaranteed payroll of $91 million in, in 2021. The fucking Padres have a higher guaranteed payroll yeah. than the Dodgers. Here we go. Here we go. We got new brown hats. They have the Dodger lineup right now. Does that lineup look terrible to you? Uh, it doesn't really scare me. <laughs> Alex Vertigo. <laughs> yeah. No, we're fine. All right. All right. We'll see. You Let's know it's going to be the bring back the brown. I hope they do something different, but fuck. Well, all I know is Manny didn't sign until February. So. That's true. I don't know, honestly, who else is out there outside of bets that you want. Honestly, I want the pods to go get bets. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think so either. Because I don't know what else you're going to fucking chase. Well, I, what about Ryu? Asking for too many years? He breaks down all the fucking time. Yeah, probably wants four. Like I think he wants like six, seven years. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna get bets for Hedges and Naylor and fucking Lucchese, no. right? So that conversation, if you're the Red Sox, you're gonna want Gore. Yeah. I think you don't have to give up Gore, but you definitely have to give up Patino. Yeah, but they probably want C.J. Abrams in, they in, do. in that deal. You're not doing yeah. that shit. You're just not. So I would. I, oh, of course you would. Betts is the real deal, man. Oh, great. Well, then well, what are your Dodgers giving up for him? Dude, honestly, dude, I, I'm telling you right now, if there's a chance for the Dodgers to get Betts, I would give up uh, almost anybody. Even Dustin May, I'd give up. Ooh. I'd give up uh, Seager and I'd give uh, they won't Seager's not even on the table. But I'd give up Seager and Dustin May for bets. I think is that good. Mm. Bueller? No. Wait, no what way. do you mean? No, what do you Bueller's, mean? You just ready to trade my guy. Bueller's the best pitcher on the staff. I didn't say trade Paddock. Paddock's not Bueller either. What about Chris mm. Bryant? You want him? We brought this up the other day. I'd bring Chris Bryant here too. I like that. I do too. I would. But you have to find out. I mean, you gotta figure out what the grievance is. Because there's a big difference yeah. if you have one year of control or two years. If you only have one year of control, again, Theo's going to ask for everything because he's going to think you, he can fleece you like he did get Rizzo for Kashner. So, I don't know. You got to get that thing settled then talk about it. All right. I got a great list. I mean, honestly. Let's this, go. This, I'm ready. I'm trying to fucking get to it. Well, you're well, over I'm, there bragging, all, I'm patting gonna... yourself on the back, and we're sick of it as a, as a fan. <laughs> Bring back the brown. All right. <laughs> By the way, there's a death I got to mention before oh, we get to no. the birthdays. Do you know who Herman Boone is? Herman Boone. He's uh Brett He's not related. He's oh, not okay. related. He uh Herman Oh yes, I do know. Okay. I saw this in Remember the Titans. Yes, the head coach from Remember yes. the Titans. He died at age I 84. I saw that. Hey, yeah. How about the guy Radio from the movie Radio? The real Radio died also on Sunday. He did? 73. Damn. Uh, remember the Titan was unbelievable. Might be my favorite sports movie. Yeah, that was really great. All right, here's here we go. This is okay. an all-star cast God. here. It's a little bit longer than normal, but it's I'm a fine. great one. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is a good one. Brad Pitt. 
is 54? 56. No shit. No shit. Brad Pitt's 56. Uh, Brad Pitt's worth a ton of cash. He is. He's going to be worth $111 million. $300 million. No kidding. Yep. There's some big ones on here. He's not even the highest of the day. Damn, dude. There's All some right. big ones on here. I'll, I'll just say this. If you have not seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. uh, I think it's out now. You can get it on uh, streaming or Blu-ray, whatever you want. He, he to He's me, the, made the whole the, movie. He sure did. He was outstanding. Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera is... This is going to make you feel old. Dude, I want to say 33, but I'm going to change up and say 28. 39. 39? I told you. God damn. <laughs> I told you. There was a 39? Time, there was a time when you'd look at Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears and you'd have to like turn the page in right. a magazine or, or get off the computer because you're like, fuck, the cops are going to knock on the door. Right. I'm going. Yeah. 39. God damn. What in the Dr. Mac healed? How'd that happen? <laughs> how, how much is she worth? Uh, 240 million. 160. All right. Sorry. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, man. He's so goddamn funny, that guy. Yeah, he's good. We've had him on the show. <laughs> we did? Yeah, we had him on the ESPN show. Is that right? Yeah. How do I forget that? Yeah, we did. We had him on. We had Goldberg oh, on also. Goldberg's awesome. Yeah. Um, We got to find that tape of Stone Cold up, <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, up there. I yeah. think he's 54. Really good guess. He was 54 yesterday. 55. 55 today. How much is he worth? God damn. He made some money and he's done some TV, but I don't know that he's worth quite as much as I would think. I'm going to say uh, $17 million. $50 million. Is that right? Yep, $50 million bucks. God damn. All I, right. I don't know where these numbers come from. It's the same side every time, so I don't know what to tell you. All right, this is the... The, the smallest star on our list, so I'm going to say it right now. Katie Holmes, Tom Cruise's Katie old girl. Katie Holmes. God. Wasn't she dating Jamie Foxx? I don't know. Is that right? Yeah, she was okay. after Tom Cruise. Katie Holmes is 38. 41. 41. How much is she worth? Uh, Katie Holmes is worth $24 million. Really good, twenty five million. Katie Holmes, good lay, bad lay. I said good lay because Tom Cruise yeah. was freaking out. Uh, Jamie Foxx hung around for a long time, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I said good lay. Yeah, he doesn't have to settle. <laughs> he He's an Academy Award winner. <laughs> he doesn't. All right, these three are, are, are three outstanding ones. I think you'll like all three of these. All right, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta's awesome. You're just talking about Field of Dreams. Sixty two. Sixty five. Ray Liotta. 18 million. That's a good guess. $14 million. I would All have right. been way off on that one. All right. Keith Richards. Oh, this one's awesome. Okay. I should know this. I believe he is. Charlie Watts is the oldest of the group. I believe Keith Richards is. God, I want to say 74 or 76. Either one of those correct? Yes. I'm going to say he's 76. 76. Yeah. How much is he worth? Holy shit. I think Keith Richards is our big winner today. I'm going to say he's worth $400 million. Close, $340. And is he he's ahead, not, of, he's is he not ahead your, of Pitt? Dude, I haven't gotten the big one yet. The big right. one's coming up. All right. Steven Spielberg. Oh, God damn. This flat ass. This is the last one of the day, but Steven Spielberg. This flat ass from the director's chair. 
<laughs> Spielberg, shit. 67. 73. 73. 73. Looks like a million. He sure does. Actually, it looks like more than that. How much is he worth? 800 million. More. Is he over a billion? Yes. 1.4? More. 1.8. More than that. Dude. Shut you're, up. You're way off still. How much are they saying he's worth? $3.7 billion. Goddamn, because of E.T. and Jaws and everything, and everything owns, right? Indiana Jones. Yeah, what's that fucking movie company owns with the kid on the moon? Oh, yeah. yeah. Amblin? I don't know what the fuck. It yeah. sounds like Nambla. Yeah. We better not be too close to that. <laughs> remember when Koss asked us if we wanted to speak at his Nambla yeah, convention? I we're like, no, Mike, we're not. He's like, they got egg salad. I'm like, you sick, twisted bastard. Get the fuck out of our face. <laughs> Mike does not. Hang on. Let me just clarify. Mike does not belong to Nambla, to oh, the best I of thought, our knowledge. I Mike doesn't like egg salad. Oh, that's the other thing. <laughs> Damn it. Can you imagine that conversation? Hey, guys, what are you doing on the 18th? I don't know. Why? Well, the local chapter of Nambla, you guys know I'm a proud member. I'm the treasurer. We're going to have our convention down at the Handel Revy. Whatever that fucking hotel <laughs> By the way, if you just heard what we just said, don't fucking try and Google it. Don't. If you don't know what it is. Do not do it. Please. The FBI will be at your house. <laughs> do not try and figure out what the fuck the joke is if you don't know. Don't worry. We just get arrested. Yeah. Mike does not belong there again. But I just like the idea that he pitched us that if we came down and just talked, we don't have to sign up. Just come down and talk about this show. We got egg salad. No. You twisted son of a bitch. I'm just going to write it in the teeth tonight on Twitter. Mike talks about his experience and I'll do the at, at thing. <laughs> just because he screwed Rosie out of a program of the final Raider game which does not mean that he belongs in Nampla that fucker's gonna wake up at 4 in the morning and go what the fuck <laughs> he would die laughing I don't think he would I think that would be the one crossing the line uh, well I'm sorry I'm sorry. Mike's a fan of movies made by Amblin. Okay? Sorry that you guys have never mixed a few letters up before. Must be nice to be perfect. Last time I heard, the last guy was perfect, Dave. What happened? He ended up on a cross. Goddamn right. When all you come down, we need the wood. Oh, oh shit. Fuck. Okay. We're not going. Oh All right, gosh. let me ask you this. Yes. Yeah, it's Amblin is Steven Spielberg's company. You're right. All right. Well, I, like I said, I got a few letters mixed up, and I apologize yeah, again. Would you rather, this is, I'm going to ask you this. Okay. I'm going to play the would you rather game. Would you rather be in the lobby? You don't have to go into the meeting. Room. Okay. Would you rather be in the lobby of the, West Coast gathering for Nambla or 
Would you rather spend uh, for half hour? You have to be in the lobby okay. of the hotel, and they do not appear at the handlery or whatever. That okay. I don't know where they go. <laughs> the handlery is a fine establishment in San Diego. We should all be proud they're here. <laughs> or would you rather spend another half hour in the ring at that women's wrestling oh thing God. that I signed you up for? Dude, I ra- hate, I'd rather get my ass kicked by all those women. You have to, yeah, right? Yeah. I think we'd all like to see yeah. that again, too. God, that was a nightmare. That yeah, was that was one of the hard hard. It sucked. Every girl was built like Junior Seau, except for one that was hot, and then she kicked me in the ribs as hard as she could. She, when, she told me I got a bad knee. Go easy on me, and then she kicked me in the ribs. We were at KFMB, and we had this guy reach out. Remember yeah. afterwards, we just walked out of there. Yeah. And occasionally, you just cross paths with somebody, and they give you just kind of that burning yeah. sensation around your sternum, where you're just yeah. like, kind of feels like you just had bad fish. Yeah. And we were like a weekend show, and uh, this guy was like, hey, this would be really fun if you guys came out. Like, this is freaking yeah. me out. Like, I feel like you should be playing the theme from Exorcist underneath this. Yeah, this was a weird deal. And he goes, you guys should come out. We're going to have a women's wrestling convention at uh, the, Shri- the Scottish Rite Center. Scottish Rite. That's exactly, Dave, you're right on. So we're thinking it's going to be like Trish Stratus. Yeah. Like a bunch of hot chicks hanging out. It was like the Schmoke convention or whatever. The, the like, what's, what's her name? The girl from Stern, the big bulky bodybuilder. Nicole chick. Bass. It was like, they're all like Nicole Bass. So we get there in this thing and they're like, yeah, Dave can goof around. Cause I'm like, dude, I have no cartilage in my left leg. I'm not doing Yeah, I thought we just fuck around in the ring for a little Goofing bit. Goofing around. Yeah. Silly. And we get down there. And you start looking around the room. Dude, hold on. When we first walked in, there were like topless, big bodybuilder chicks beating the fuck out of guys like 130 pounds. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, and then just like these weirdos in overalls. Yeah. Just sitting there. Like from Deliverance. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, dude, it was just like that. It was so fucking cat, crazy. Cat calling. Yeah. And, and Dave's like, I don't like this. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Dude, You'll you be did. fine. And I asked you, how do you tap out? That's the first thing I asked you. Yeah, how do I quit? Yeah, you said just raise your arm in there. Well, that wasn't the answer. No, I told you grab the rope. Oh, grab the rope. They didn't care. (laughs) They didn't care. They completely. I think I got choked out like three times. (laughs) Yeah, they just ignored the rule. They did. I completely got the shit kicked out of me. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, God dang. Katie Mojo was there. Was she? Oh yeah, she was there. That little twerp was was there too. This is one of those where I go anything for the show, but I was like, this was a really bad idea. Yeah, this was bad. This was very reminiscent of. The scene in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Who's that guy with the rubber hood? Yeah. The gimp. Yeah. Yeah. There are about 19 fucking guys yeah. that when they weren't there, they probably dressed like the gimp. Yeah. You're right. Uh, like, that's the closest, I think. And I'm not kidding when I tell you every girl was the size of Junior Seau. They were crazy muscular chicks. Yeah. But they would, like, do these things, and this dude would be on the mic. And he'd be like, that's a perfectly executed uh, triangle leg scissor from Cindy. Woo! And we're like, what in the fuck exactly. is going on? Yeah. And well, listen, we're fucked up. Yeah. We're the two most normal guys 100%. there. And well, Mosier would have been number one normal. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then and I was like, well, get the fuck in there. <laughs> That's exactly what you did. And Dave exactly. just went in. I did. It was and a they horrible just, decision. They just kicked Dave like he owed him money. Dude, they beat the dog shit out of me. And the that one girl, I mean, I remember she, was, so yeah, she, she took was her angry. move. I remember the first choke out was like she took my head, <laughs> dude, and yeah. she jammed it right into where a tit should be. But they were yeah. like giant male pecs. It was like Lee Haney. And I couldn't fuck. I couldn't like fucking breathe. Remember that shit? I was yeah. like, I couldn't breathe. And I'm like, here's the the craziest shit. Every girl in there was stronger than me, except my hands were stronger than theirs. Yeah, like I could take their hands and pull their hands. And then off, they mate. yell at you. Yeah, like, hey, I turn it, calm down. <laughs> and then they right. just kick you right in the sternum. Yeah, and then this one. And you're chick, asthmatic. Yeah, and this, <laughs> this one chick looked oh, that like was creepy. She could have been a playboy. I mean, she was smoking right. hot, and she's like, hey, I got a bad knee, so go easy. Like she's gonna play the game. I thought yeah. we were playing. I go, all right, and then. Wham! Kick to the ribs as hard, hard as she oh. could kick me. And I was like, "Holy shit! This was a horrible experience. That yeah. was crazy." That, uh, yeah. And then it was in a magazine. Remember they sent me the magazine? Yeah. It was like a magazine. Me get my ass kicked like on three pages. And you had the but the great thing was you had the original Dave and Jeff show shirt. Yeah, on. I did. So we're like, "Yeah, this is great. <laughs> this is great." All these fucking weirdos will be like, "Hey, what show's that?" Yeah, they're one of us. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Oh, that just gave me the creeps. Yeah, me too. And now I got to walk in the I can't duck. even drive by the Scottish Rite Center anymore. No I get way. the shakes. <laughs> this is uh, just for the uh, for the really older people in the crowd. When I was a kid, yeah, like I mean like really young, my grandparents loved Hee Haw. Yeah. Now, remember Hee Haw, you would have, you know, Buck Owens was cool. Roy Clark was cool. Linda Thompson, yeah. remember her? Yeah, of course. A couple of the chicks were great. And then you had that big fucking kid with the flat top in the overalls. Yeah. And, he, he, <laughs> and they just ask him questions like, yeah. hey, yeah. what sounds a pig make? He, he. And you're like, oh, and you'd laugh as a kid. And then you gr- grow up and you're like, what? <laughs> That was a lot of those cats. Yeah. And they all live here in San Diego somewhere. It was oh like gosh. some wild underground. How the fuck did they find us on KFMB? Dude, I have no idea. Was Brian Heap producing at that Probably. point? Probably. Horton Heap, anybody. Fuck, it was a mess. Dave uh, Damshack? Oh, my gosh. No, not Dave Damshack. Dave Debaugh. Dave Debaugh. Yeah. I don't think he was out by then. Yeah. Fuck. Wow. All right. Well, that just freaked us out. Yeah, that so, was terrible. Sorry. Thanks, everybody, for reminding us of that story. <laughs> blaming you, Pete and Point Loma. Um, we are back here Sunday night. Okay. Good deal. So we'll, uh, we'll see everybody Sunday night. Uh, thank you again to Bryce Miller for being nice and yeah. supporting the show. My sincere apology for happy my- Happy birthday, Bob. And happy birthday to Bob Chandler turning 82 this weekend. Two of the best guys in San Diego. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see you Sunday night, everybody. Perfect.
When I'm back.